It starts with D and ends with T. That's Dress, the greatest such discovery in 2,000 years. Dress brings you the life of Riley. <laughs> D-R-E-F-T, Dreft, Procter & Gamble's pledging miracle for washing silks, woolens, nylon stitches, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Once a week, Chester A. Riley takes his wife to the movies. And for days afterwards, he imagines himself in the role of the hero. For instance, when he saw a Charles Boyer picture, the next day, Riley spoke something like this. Ah, Peggy, my beautiful darling, has the corned beef and kibosh. <laughs> but tonight, they saw Brian Donlevy in a picture about big business. Oh, that was a great picture, Peggy. Oh, it was all right. All right, it was terrific. Imagine, in the beginning, this Brian Donlevy is just an ignorant laborer. And he works himself up to be a millionaire banker. So true to life. Uh, now, don't get any crazy ideas. It can't happen to you. Why not? I'm just as ignorant as Brian Dunlevy was when he started. <laughs> Boy, it'd be great to be rich. We travel all year. Six months in California, six months in Florida, and six months in Brooklyn. Well, now you got 18 months in a year. Ain't it wonderful what money can do? <laughs> Gee, I wish we had some. I don't want much. I'd be satisfied with a measly million. <laughs> well, you'll never save it out of your salary. Oh, yes, I could, but it would take me 718 years. I once figured it out using confounded interest. Well, only 718 years. I'll wait. Boy, if I only had a little capital like that guy Sears, I could be another roper. Oh, <laughs> Riley, you haven't got a business in. No, I'm serious, Peg. I'm tired of being in the same old rut. Time I got in a new rut. Stop dreaming, dear. You've got a good job. Now, we may not be rich, but we get along all right. Oh, it's not so hot. And that's Stevenson. I don't like the way he's been balling me out lately. Well, after all, he is the boss. Yeah, but he don't have to let the whole plant know it. <laughs> just wait till I get into business for myself. I'll tell him what I think of him. Stevenson, I'll say... You just do your job and forget this nonsense about business. I'm thinking of you and the kids. I want Babs to go to college. If we save carefully, we'll have enough set aside. Yeah, but if we're rich, you'll be asked to join one of them high-class sororities. That's part of the kids' education, too. And it wouldn't hurt Junior, either. He could learn plenty in one of those sororities. <laughs> Junior would join a fraternity. Well, sure, that, too. And there's another thing. Babs will be getting married one of these days. I want her to meet a high-class type of fellow. Why, she knows dozens of nice boys. Yeah. Like that Simon Vanderhopper. Why, Simon's a nice boy. Yeah, some boy. 21 years old and he still eats pablum. <laughs> and he's a loafer, too. A loafer he is not. He still goes to school. School. When I was his age, I was married and I had a wife supporting me. <laughs> if Babs ever marries that dope Simon, Oh, I'll... relax. Just because she sees Simon once in a while doesn't... Sees him? When does she see him? Why, tonight. What? I thought I told that Simon he can't take Babs out no more. They didn't go out. They're spending the evening at home. They're at home. No. Both of them alone? Come on, there's no time to lose. Stop worrying. Just because you get ideas in I your head. I ain't worrying about the ideas in my head. I'm worrying about the ideas in Simon's head. 
It's been a wonderful evening. I'm glad we didn't go out. It was much more fun sitting here with you in front of a cozy fire all alone. Just like being married. Uh, Simon, you better take off my father's bedroom slippers. He'll be home soon. Oh, it's early yet. Isn't that fire wonderful? You know, Babs, a fire does things to me. It brings out all kinds of hidden desires. Let's toast marshmallows. <laughs> No, not tonight. You better go now. Not yet. First, you gotta kiss me. I will not. Kiss me. Let's live dangerously. <laughs> you go home, Simon. Let me hold you in my arms and press my hot, burning lips to your forehead. I love you, Babs. I love you madly. <laughs> if my father catches you here... But I got a right to be here. My intentions are honorable. I want to make you Mrs. Simon Vanderhopper. Simon, you stop this nonsense. It's not nonsense. After all, I got a good job in the fish market. And I'm, I'm ambitious. I'm studying accounting at night. Oh, I didn't know that, Simon. Oh, good for you. Sure. And you're the reason I'm ambitious. All day long in the market, when I'm icing the fish, I dream only of you. <laughs> well, twice yesterday, I kissed a mackerel. <laughs> I love you. I love you madly. <laughs> Never mind that, Simon. Tell me about your accounting course. Can you run a comptometer? You bet I can. What? Look at this bank statement I made up in school last night. You know, for practice. Why, that's very good, Simon. It looks just like a real bank statement. Jeepers, you don't actually have $7,000 in the bank, do you? No, that's just an example. I only have $7 in the bank. <laughs> but someday I'll be rich. You'll see. And then I'm... Simon, my father. I'm not afraid of you, father. When I'm with you, I fear no man or beast. Oh, but I hear him. He's on the porch. Well, I hide. Oh, I told you. <laughs> I told you to go if he finds you. Oh, get in the closet. Yeah, no, yeah. no, here, under the couch. Dad? Hurry, Simon. Okay, I'm under. Dad? Oh, here I am, Daddy. Oh, the minute my back is turned, you disobey me. You let that good-for-nothing Simon... Uh, where is he? Daddy? You know who, that, that, that couch slouch. Oh, Riley, stop it. You can see for yourself he isn't uh, here. It's lucky for him he went home. Oh, Daddy, why do you always make a scene over Simon? He's harmless. Of course he is. Yeah, well, I know better. One night on the porch it was dark and he mistook me for beds. My lips was numb for two days. Oh, oh Riley, you let him kiss you? Well, uh, <laughs> I thought it was you. Oh, oh, dear. Well, let's get to sleep. Come on, I'm dead. Oh, good night, dear. Good night, Mother. Now, it's time you were in bed, too, young lady. Oh, well, I, I think I'll stay up and read a while. Well, okay. But just remember what I told you about that Simon. Good night, honey. Good night, Daddy. Simon. Simon, they're gone. Now, you get out of here right away. Yeah, I'm waged in. Oh, here, grab my hand. I'll try to... Babs, did you see my slip... Hey, what are you doing? Oh, uh, oh nothing. Nothing, Daddy. Nothing? You're half under the couch. Oh, well, well, I think my bag's under there. No, it ain't. It's on the mantelpiece. Oh, well, I, oh, I didn't mean that one. My other one, the alligator bag. Well, here, let me look. Oh, no, no, Daddy. It's all right. I, I can find no, it. No, let me. i got a longer reach. Oh, go to bed, Daddy. I'll find it tomorrow. Please, Wait Daddy. a minute. I think I got it. Hey, what's this? 
What's my bedroom slipper doing under there? Your slipper? Yeah, here's the other one. It's amazing what junk gets under this couch. Oh. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, please. Well, don't I'll, I'll have your bag in a second. I, oh, I got it. Hey, it's open. I feel your comb. Hey, what kind of a comb you got? Such large teeth. Daddy, stop! That alligator bit me. I... Hey, wait a minute. There's something under. Simon! Good evening. Simon! Oh, now wait, Daddy. Simon, get out of this house! Hi, Pop. What are you looking for under the couch? Oh, hello, Junior. I'm trying to fix it. When I pulled Simon out last night, he ripped the lining. Babs, always picks a boyfriend with a pointy head. <laughs> Very good, Junior. Very chuckled. <laughs> well, that ought to hold it, I guess. Oh, you dropped something, Pop. Here. Hmm, looks like a bank statement. Hey, mine. Boy, Simons. Here's his name. He must have dropped it last night. Simons? What would that good-for-nothing be doing with a bank account? Let's see it. Oh, Pop, you shouldn't look at a person's bank statement. Oh, you're right, Junior. You're absolutely right. It ain't nice to look and see how much a person's got in the bank, but this case is different. I'm just looking to see how much he ain't got. Well, I still don't think it's right. Okay, let's compromise. I'll meet you halfway. I'll look at it through only one eye. Well, you're the boss. Here. Let's see. This chiseler's got more than 62 cents. I... Holy smoke. $7,106. Who's got $7,000? Why, that darling boy, Simon. Boy, <laughs> well, gee, it doesn't sound possible. Well, I know, but here it is in black and white. Valley Bank, January, Simon Vanderhoffer. Look at these deposits. $500, 350 900 Withdrawn, $2. He must be a light eater. Balance, 7106 Well, gee, where'd Simon get all that dough? Oh, I ain't surprised. I always said that sweet boy had brains. He must have a terrific secret job. I wonder what... I know. Yesterday I heard him say something to Babs about the market. The market. That's it. He's playing the stock market. Oh, that's the way to make dough all right. Boy, won't Mom and Babs be surprised. No, 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 no. For the time being, it's better that they should know that this shiftless loafer is a genius. Why not? Well, you know, women, the minute they find out a man saved up a little capital, right away they try to push him into some kind of a business. Well, what's wrong with going into business? Well, nothing, provided it's a safe investment and the president of the firm knows all about the fiscal fiduciary. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's hard to find a safe investment. You're right. That's why I'm going into business. And I'm giving Simon the opportunity to become my partner. But you have no money. I don't need it. Simon supplies the capital, and I'll supply the brains. Is that fair? Well, sure. That's the way it is in all partnerships. Simon supplies the assets, and I supply the liabilities. <laughs> well, 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 well. Come in, Simon, my boy. Oh, Mr. Riley, it's you. I got a message, and I well, thought I Babs... I that message. But Babs... She's out visiting with her mother. Come in, partner. Well, uh... Make yourself comfortable. No, no, don't sit there. Sit here on the couch. Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe you'd feel more at home under the couch. <laughs> Anything you say, partner. Well, Simon, you little devil, I hear you've been playing around in the market, hmm? Oh, no, sir. I don't play around. It's hard work. Oh, sure, sure. I bet it is. Um... How did you do today? Hmm? Oh, the same as usual. I cleaned them. <laughs> well, 
great, great, great. How much did you clean up? 300 fish. <laughs> 300 fish. And uh, what did you do with them? I saw that I'm away. <laughs> Good for you, Simon. That's the way to get ahead. 7,106 plus 300, that's 7,000. Good for us, Simon. Well, thank you, sir, but I'm not really satisfied. I'm only doing it until I can get into something bigger. Simon, I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to let you be my partner in a new business. Partner? Yep. Gee, oh, boy. Oh, oh, but what about money? I don't think I've got enough. You've got enough. Whatever you've got in the bank is enough. But Mr. Riley, I've only no, no, got... No, 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 my boy. Let me worry about the money. First, you put up all your dough, and I'll put up the rest. Oh, well, that's different. Gosh, partners. Yeah. I've had my eye on a certain business for a long time now. An antique shop downtown. Antique shop? Yeah. Of course, as soon as we take over, we throw out all them old chairs and tables, put in a line of chrome furniture. <laughs> It'll be a modern antique shop. Why, gee, it sounds great. When do we start? We've got to act fast. Oh, I'll get my money out of the bank first thing tomorrow. Yeah, and as soon as you bring it to me, Riley and Vanderhopper are in business. Riley and Vanderhopper. Yep. And this is only the beginning, partner. We're starting small, but someday we'll be known from coast to coast. We'll be an institution. Yes, sir. Tonight we're sitting in this room, and tomorrow we'll be in an institution. will bring you the second half of the life of Riley in just a moment. Meanwhile, this is Ken Carpenter with some news worth shouting about. Just listen, ladies. Draft gets dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. Why, in Draft suds, even your nicest glassware sparkles bright as can be, whether you polish it or not. And here's why Draft works such wonders. Draft, Procter & Gamble's sudsing miracle, is different from any soap or soap flakes you ever used. It's a new and wonderful kind of suds that rinse clean and clear. Draft suds can't leave any streaky film on your dishes the way all soaps do. So with no streaky film to wipe away, while your nice china and pretty glasses dry with a brilliant sparkle, towel or no towel. And say, you should see how draft makes suds. Put a little draft in your dishpan, turn on the water, and there they are. Suds, suds, and more suds. And those draft suds get rid of dishpan grease the way no soap in the world can do. Draft is kind to your hands, too. Yes, draft is a sudsing miracle from start to finish. You'll love it. So ladies, try Dreft, the amazing suds discovery that gets dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. Get Dreft in the bright green package. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Babs's boyfriend Simon is now Riley's business partner. It all happened when Riley found a bank statement which revealed that Simon had $7,000. But Riley doesn't know that the statement is only a practice one which Simon prepared for his course in accounting. Actually, Simon has about $7 in the bank. Oh, there you are, Riley. Where'd you disappear to? Supper's ready. I just went out to mail a letter. But couldn't it wait? Well, this was an important letter. You see, I didn't want to tell you before, but something happened yesterday. What do you mean? What happened? Well, remember what I always said, that someday my boss would find out the kind of ability I really got? Riley, you got fired. <laughs> no, I resigned. That was the letter I mailed. You, you what? I resigned. And not only that, I told him what I thought of him. Oh, you must be out of your mind. What did you say? Plenty. I started out like this. Dear slave driver. 
For the five years I've been working for you, you treated me like a dog. You worked me like a horse, and you made a monkey out of me. Well, this is to inform you that we're all quitting. Say that. Sure, and from then on, I got insulting. But what in the world was that? I'm you... through working for the other guy. I'm going in business for myself. What are you talking about? I'm wised up now. When I worked for Stevenson, he thought I was stupid and took advantage of me. But now I'm in business for myself, and I'll take advantage of my own stupidity. <laughs> You'll see, I'll... Riley, now listen to me. What business? How can you go into business? It takes money. But I got it. Seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand... How could you get 7000 From my partner. What partner? The smartest, the sweetest, the nicest little partner you could find. Simon. Simon? Uh, uh, Riley, dear, you, you'd better get into bed. Well, but it's all set, Peg. You see, here's Simon's bank statement. He made $7,000 in the market. We're buying an antique shop. He's bringing the money right now. I know you think I'm crazy, but when Simon gets here, I'll prove it. Simon. <laughs> Simon in the market. The whole thing sounds fishy to me. Now look, will you stop worrying? I'm not a child. I... That's him. Now you'll see. Hello, partner. Hello, partner. Hello, Mrs. Partner. Uh... Come in. Get your peg. Get a chair. Our little go-getter here must be tired. Well, Simon, did you uh, bring it? Yes, sir. Every cent. See, Peg, this will teach you not to be a doubting tomcat. <laughs> well, let's start counting, Simon. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait, we'll clear everything off the table. That's it. Okay, let's go. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, wait, wait. I'll check. One, two. But, Riley, look. Well, that's all. Five, six, seven. Right. Seven thousand. Ah, oh, you know, I never saw a thousand dollar bills before. They look just like one dollar. What happened to the zeros? Is, is something wrong? What's, where's the rest of it? There's only seven dollars here. Well, that's all I had in my piggy bank. But, but this statement. Oh, that's just an example from my accounting course. I made up one today for seven million dollars. Simon! Get out of this house! <laughs> but aren't we partners anymore? No, I'm dissolving you. <laughs> Get out of this house! Oh, that's Simon. What am I gonna do? I'll lose my job. I ain't saved any money. I'll be flat. And then what'll happen to me? Don't worry. I'll carry you. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, I, I didn't see you coming up the walk. Did you? Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine, very natural. I feel awful. I'm going to lose my job. Oh, I feel for you. When I started in my profession, I lost my first job. I was hired to lighten the boss's load, but I couldn't hold my end up. <laughs> my own fault, too. You see, I wanted to go into business for myself, but I got the wrong partner. Well, you should have consulted me. I can always dig up a partner for you. <laughs> of course, the man I have in mind would be a silent partner. 
Gee, I never thought it would be so tough going into business. But it isn't, my friend. All you need is initiative. A man buys a saw, and presto, he's a builder. Another man buys a plow, and presto, he's a farmer. Another man buys a shovel. Oops, that reminds me, I have an appointment. <laughs> I won't blame my boss if he fires me. After all the names I called him. Names? Yeah. That was wrong of you. In our profession, we have a say. There's only one time and only one place where it's right to throw dirt in your fellow man's face. <laughs> and that's when the other man's wrong. Uh, I know, I know. Guess I'll just have to take my medicine, look for another job. That's the spirit. And remember, you can always come and work for me. Okay. Yes, I'm always ready to make an opening for a friend. <laughs> and if you work hard, you can put away plenty. Well, thanks, Digger, but ain't you already got an assistant? Oh, you mean Richard? I fired him today. Why? Richard made an unfortunate error. And then, while driving my business vehicle, he heard a voice from inside say, Open the door, Richard! <laughs> Better be shoveling off. Oh, now, come on, Riley. It's late. Here's your lunch, Bob. Oh, what's the use of going to work? Stevenson's probably reading my letter right now. The minute he reads, I resigned, he'll fire me. Oh, Daddy, how do you get into these jams? How do I get? You've got a nerve to talk. If you hadn't have brought home that good-for-nothing Simon, I wouldn't be in this fix. Oh, now, stop, Riley. Oh, I've been too unstrict with her. From now on, Pants, I'm laying down a new roof. No more boyfriends. Well, it looks like you're going to be an old maid, Dad. No, she won't. <laughs> when the time comes for her to get married, I'll pick her a boyfriend. <laughs> and you can marry him, too. I will, and we'll be very happy to get... <laughs> Oh, Peg, talk to your daughter. Riley, you stop picking on Babs. You know very well this is all your fault. Oh, I didn't blame him, Babs. It's that Simon. Oh, if I could just lay my hands on him for one minute. Yes? Good morning. Is Babs in? Yeah, she's here. If I could just lay my hands on that Simon. Simon! Oh, Daddy, please. Simon, get out of this house. But I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. Why, you... I'm your friend, Mr. Riley. I'm always doing you favors. Fine favors. Where's the zeros? <laughs> but I just did you a favor. I met the mailman on my way over here. You mailed a letter yesterday and forgot to put a stamp on it. What? You mean I didn't put a stamp on it? No. The mailman was bringing it back to you, so I told him I'd take care of it for you. Simon. Oh, Simon, my darling. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. Peg, did you hear? I didn't put a stamp on that letter to Stevenson. It's an important letter, isn't it? Important? It's the most important letter I ever wrote. Then I'm glad I gave the mailman 16 cents to send it special delivery. <laughs> what a revolting development this is. When he reads that letter, what else can he do? It's a good thing I've got my newspaper out. At least we'll eat once in a while. Oh, Junior. Now, stop it, children. We'll just have to make the best of it. Gee, poor Pop. Never gets a break. Oh, it's 
late, Mother. Daddy ought to be home by now. Oh, I guess he's wandering around the park somewhere, trying to get up enough courage to come home. Now, you be especially nice to him when he gets here. Oh, sure thing, Mom. Hey! You know, it's a miracle. I wasn't fired. Oh, oh Daddy, why? Thank beautiful. heaven I knew if you apologized to Mr. Stevenson. I didn't apologize. You didn't? Well, then how? Didn't he get the letter? Well, sure he did. I'm telling you. It's a miracle. I got to his office just when he was opening my letter. And then... Oh, go on, Daddy. He looks at the letter. Yes. Then he puts on his glasses and looks at it. Yes. Then he turns it upside down and looks at it. He can't read my writing. <laughs> oh. He, he, he couldn't read it? Not a line. So he gets disgusted, throws it in the wastebasket and says, this must have been written by an illiterate ignoramus. <laughs> Ain't I lucky to be one? <laughs> Riley's will be back in just a moment. Ladies, there's beauty awaiting your socks, nylons, woolens, and dishes and Draft's rich suds. Yes, Draft is completely different. It gives you faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history. With Draft, your dainty lingerie, nylons, and precious woolens stay bright and color fresh far longer than with even the most expensive soap flakes. Sure, because Draft's wonderful suds rinse clean and clear. Draft simply can't leave any sticky film to dim pretty colors like all soaps do. And for dishes and glassware, well, they come out of Draft's amazing suds brilliantly clean. Yes, even without wiping. You'll surely want faster, brighter, safer cleaning for your nice things. So get Draft in the bright green package. It's a fact that no soap in the world, no other suds of any kind, is the same as draft. So remember, don't get left, get draft. Babs, where are you going? Well, Simon and I... Again with that, Simon. I thought I told oh, you I... Oh, Riley, don't take it so serious. Babs isn't going to marry Simon. Well, of course not. Simon's all right, but the man I marry has to have looks, charm, personality, and, and intelligence. Well... I only know one man like that, and your mother beat you to him. Rock <laughs> and Gamble, makers of Draft, the Sudsing Miracle for Soaps, Nylons, Woolens, Dishes, invite you to be their guest next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. The script is written by Reuben Shipp, Alan Lipscott, and Jack Brecker. Music by Lou Kozlov. The cast included Paula Winslow, John Brown, Tommy Cook, Barbara Eiler, and Warren Mills. This is Ken Carpenter inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley and reminding you for faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history, use draft. Don't get left, get draft. Well, well, the school bell. Come fair, student. Time to spell. I'll spell D-R-E-N-E. Dream for glamour, luster, sheen. Right. You see, Dream is not a soap shampoo. Never leaves dingy film on hair to dull its natural brilliance. Reveals up to 33% more luster than any soap shampoo. Yes, for lovely, lustrous hair. Dream shampoo with hair conditioning action. No other shampoo leaves hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. Yes, Dream. Listen again next week when Draft, the sudsing miracle for silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, brings you the life of Riley. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.